Welcome to our podcast, everyone. I'm host Mila. And I'm host Nia. This is our very first episode, and in this episode, we are going to talk about what is feminism. When people hear the word feminism, they might see a bad image or get offended by it. Yes, most people think that feminism is about hating men or saying that women are better than men. But feminism is a good word with good intentions behind it. In dictionary, feminism is defined as belief of bringing both of the sexes to have equal level, equal chances, equal opportunities in areas of politics, economy, culture, business, social liberty, social equality, and freedom. In 2014, She for She campaign, Emma Watson said that fighting for women's rights is not equal to men hating. Feminism is like fighting for women's rights on the grounds of gender equality, like saying that both sexes are equal, not saying women are better than men. When we say women's rights, we are not asking for being privileged or getting special rights made only for women. We are fighting for women to get fundamental human rights in healthcare, education, workplace, home, and in the society. This reminds me of Hillary Clinton's speech in 1995 at Beijing. She said that women's rights are human's rights and human's rights are women's rights. And this means that women should be getting fundamental human's rights, like fully fundamental human's rights. Yeah, it is very, very important to see women as fully human beings. Not as toys, not as sexual objects, not as reproduction machines. Women have thoughts, feelings, opinions, desires, and dreams just like men do and just like any other human beings. For decades, women are not fully seen as human beings or they are denied from their rights. If I have to give an example, there will be too many, like not being able to attend school or girls shouldn't go to school or stuff like that and just not being able to vote are some obvious sexist and misogynist things we have overcome in the past. Not only that, women can walk or own things or earn money by themselves in the past. Yes, they didn't have any of the political, economic or social freedom. They also couldn't get a divorce or go out by themselves or can report a sexual assault cases or rape cases. Yeah, they were oppressed in any ways possible. Feminism has a long history and generally there are four waves of feminism. First wave is from 1848 to 1920. It focused on voting rights and rights to own property, like basic human rights. Second wave is from 1963 to 1980 and second wave focused on women getting positions in the workplace and redefining roles of women in the society and in the family, like in short, it is breaking out of traditional rules that mothers and wives and proving that they can also work and they can also earn money and they are just more than just mothers and wives and just caregivers. They can do anything that men can do. And second, we've also fight for reproduction rights like abortion rights. Mm-hmm. But first and second wave focus more on middle class and upper class white women. Um, only starting from third wave, the intersectionality is introduced. That's right, we'll talk more about intersectionality later in this episode. In third wave, it continues the work of first and second waves as things are not in optimal condition yet. Third wave is around like 1990 to 2012, but people also say third wave is till now. Third wave and fourth waves are kind of overlapping, you know, but... In my opinion, I think fold wave start from hashtag MeToo movement in 2018. 
But even after all these years, women still face many difficulties, even in the present time, because of like internalized sexism and patriarchy, which is still strong. Violence against women is still there as well. Feminism is still pretty much valid, and it is not an outdated idea yet. I still see misogyny and sexism and discrimination against women every day, especially in our country, Myanmar. Misogyny is still very, very strong. The obvious example here would be discriminating women's clothing, like longji. It is treated as something bad or something disgusting. Starting from young age, this belief was in- included in story tales. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one story tale of Prince Minanda, where he has to cross a river in a crocodile mouth, and because of his power, he don't die in the crocodile mouth. But after crossing under longji of his lover, longji is like a piece of clothing worn. By women in her lower part of the body, and after he crosses under Longji, he loses all his power. And then when we cross back the river in the crocodile mouth, he died. And the whole point of the story is like, don't cross under women's Longji or something like that. I don't get the point of it. And the whole story is just like brainwashing the younger generation or the kids that Longji are bad thing. There is also a belief that if men sit under women, like women sitting on chair and men sitting on floor, and when men's clothing touches with women's trouser or skirts or generally clothing of lower body parts, um, the men's power fall. Like what? Um, it's not a power, but more like a virtue or something like that. We say "pull" in Burmese, and there are many other more struggles like oversexualizing underage girls. Sexual assault, rape, gender pay gap, abortion rights, and many more, which we will cover in later episodes. So now let's talk about intersectionality. As we have said, feminism focuses more on middle class and upper class white women. In first and second waves of feminism, only white women get proper voting rights. In 1928 U.S., an African American or black woman are left out from the voting rights. But these days, like starting from the third wave. Feminism have expanded its boundary to every woman, woman of color, woman, black woman, and trans woman, and women of any religion like hijabs and Islamic women. Yeah, it should have been this way since the start. You know, this quote: "If you don't fight for all women, you fight for no woman." It represents the modern feminism, empowering all women and helping them to get rid of oppression and discrimination of any kind. In modern feminism, it is important to know that these women, women of color, trans women, Islamic women, and poor women, are not just facing one disadvantage; they are facing so many disadvantages like homophobia or racism or like poverty and things like that. And they are just like more disadvantaged than the white women. So intersectionality is the interlinked nature of oppression such as race, class, and gender, and when they overlap. Multiple form of discrimination occurs.、Mm, I heard that black women are paid much less than white women in workplace. This is exactly the example for need of intersectionality. Black women are facing both racism and gender inequality in the workplace. We can solve it individually with only feminism or only racism. Another example might be a lesbian Hispanic woman who is passed over for promotion opportunities. We don't know if it is because of homophobia or sexism or racism or all three of them that is preventing her from getting those promotions.
That's why we need to look at the problem from more than one perspective and try to solve them together. Yeah, that's right. Now we have covered pretty much every important basics of feminism, I guess. And will you say you are a feminist? For me, I could identify proudly as a feminist. Me too. I'm a feminist. I'm, I'm proud of it because, you know, the things I do as a feminist, my belief and the things I say and this podcast will help women and girls empower them and just like help them believe in themselves and believe them that they are equal as men and they should get equal opportunities and chances as men but not only women it will also give more freedom to men and more opportunities for them yeah but even some women don't choose to identify as feminists because of the war like the war may come out uncomfortable for them or because it is stereotyped that women who are feminists are an an attractive woman or aggressive man-hating woman. But no, we don't hate men and we're very attractive. Very attractive. You're a feminist if you believe in gender equality, like you believe that women and men should be paid the same, right? Um, They deserve same opportunities in workplace. Rape and sexual assaults are disgusting things. Women can make decisions about their own body. And most importantly, men and women deserve same respect. If you believe them, we can pretty much say you're a feminist. And also, an important thing, men can be a feminist too. Men also benefit from feminism, like they will be able to express their emotions and their feelings more freely and they won't be trapped inside a role defined by the society as a man. Like the toxic standards and they will can be vulnerable and they can be weak and they can be stay-at-home dead or they can choose whatever work they want. They don't have to be the breadwinner or they don't have to take the whole responsibility of the family. They can have more freedom in choosing things and for their life. It will also help with their men's suicide rate, which is higher than women, and help with their mental illness. Yes, men play an important role in feminism, you know. In he for she campaign of you and women, it emphasizes on importance of men in feminism. Like most power positions are held by men, so it is very important for men to recognize the need for the change and ask for the change. Male CEOs and companies given equal pay for equal work and offering gender neutral parental leaves are some examples of how men can take part in the movement of feminism. But most men don't like to be feminist or identify as feminist because, you know, people in the society say that when men become feminist, they become less of a man. I don't know what it is like to be a man, but, you know, to be a fully human being, you should believe in things like people should be equal and there shouldn't be a disadvantaged group in the society and in the world and all people should deserve same opportunities and chances and treatment. So... Feminism help you become more of a fully of human being, like a good human being. So when people say you are less of a man because you're a feminist, then they are the wrong one and you're the right one. That's totally true. So let's not be embarrassed about being feminist and try to call out sexism or misogyny whenever you see them or experience them. This is the smallest thing we can do to achieve gender equality. That was it for today. Hope you guys learned something or get some knowledge from this. And that's all we expect. 
follow, like, and subscribe to our channel on the social platforms and feel free to comment your opinions. Break the cultural norms and let's create more free and more equal society for everyone.